everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host of Everything That Lies. Okay, this is a listener tales and please fucking bear with me because I don't know when this is going to be uploaded and I don't know how the fuck I want to upload stuff on certain days. Like, I keep saying a date, and then it never happens, and it's, like, maybe the next day. So, I'm all over the place. So, I'm trying to figure that out right now. So, please just bear with me, okay? All right. So, getting into the listener tales, um, a little fun fact. Um, I actually picked out these two stories from a hat because I have, like, several stories in my emails from people. And... Also, another fun fact, my podcast has reached other states, so I'm pretty excited about that. I don't know why, but I feel like that's a big milestone for me, so yay. I was going to update you guys about something else. Oh, when you guys send in your stories, please, please, please provide in-depth details so the story is not, like, very short. Um, I prefer it to be long, and I do appreciate everybody that has already sent in their stories. They are going to get read. If you don't hear your story in today's episode, in future episodes, you will hear your story. I promise you, your story will not be forgotten, okay? Alright, let's get into the first listener tales. So it's 8.06 in the morning, and I have to work at 10 a.m. And that's previous night, I ended up getting paid for my work. And usually it comes in the next morning, or the previous night before. So I wake up, and I check the card, and it's not there. Like, none of my money's there. So I have to go through apps because I'm like curious, like where the fuck is my money going, you know? And it ended up going on this app called So I'm going to have them bleeped out any like store names, bank names, because or any type of like apps, like a cash app, any type of cash apps, I'm going to bleep out, okay? Just clarifying, you guys. (laughs) Okay, back with the story. So I ended up checking that that app and my money wasn't my money was in there which is weird because like this app is considered a bank but like not anyways i have to put 40 in gas and 200 dollars for my mom and plus my card is saying it won't be here until october 4th because i just got with that being said i thought i could transfer the money into my bank card but that won't work because it will take one to three business days so now i have to go somewhere that accepts day and then I was getting ready to leave, and the car ended up running out of gas on the way to the gas station in the middle of, like, 12.30, almost 1 in the morning. So now we have to push our car in the empty parking spots because, luckily, we were still in our complex slash building. And now we're hoping no one comes wondering why there's a fucking car in the middle of the fucking parking lot. So now we need gas, and luckily there's a gas station across the street from us, but now we need a gas can. And we didn't think we had one, so we asked our neighbor, and he says he doesn't have one. But then my dad realizes he might have one in the back of his truck, which is broken at the moment. And turns out, he didn't have one anyways. So now we have to go across the street to go and try to use pay on the gas pump. And it's not working. And the next thing we hear and feel are two big-ass helicopters flying over us, shaking everything. And they were lower than usual. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then we're flying right next to each other, which was so scary. So I walk back to my house, which is across from the gas station, because play isn't working anyways. So we don't know what the fuck is going on with those helicopters. And not even two minutes later, the power goes out and in 
this is her city name, I'm not going to say it. So so now, after going to adventure, trying to find a gas station that's open at 12 something at night. Meanwhile, it's pitch fucking dark where I'm at. So our neighbor that we asked about the gas cans is awake now because of his power going out. So now he's outside talking to all of us and he's saying he could take us to the gas station. So I leave my neighbor and we are looking up and down the streets to see if people have power or not. So now we're all the way over by a and we go to a gas station that's in my city over by because they were the only ones who has power at the moment. So we get gas there and my it actually works. And meanwhile, well, we're still trying to figure out what's going on with the power. So we're searching on Facebook and we're looking at comments and people are saying that they think it's a plane crash and that these helicopters were never on flight tractors and they were thinking that it's a military. Okay, so they're thinking that it's military or some police helicopters and people are also saying that it was a transformer that somebody hit. But even to this day, we still don't know what the fuck they were doing and what made the power go out. Okay, well, I'm glad we got gas after all. And I'm glad that Facebook can come up with conspiracy theories because that is fucking crazy. I have like no words actually or solutions for your story, but um, I'm glad you got gas and place should work everywhere. So yeah. Anyways, that was the story of the unknown. <laughs> all right, our next listener tales is titled... My encounter with a spirit. Alright, let's begin. It was 2006, a Friday morning. I was 20 years old and a young father. And my son was about 11 months old. There's a reason I'm telling you the listener this. And it will all make sense as the story carries on. Anyways, it was a time I'll never forget. I specifically remember this day because I had pla- I had made plans with my family and friends. And it was supposed to be a busy day. Unfortunately, not knowing that day would turn out the way we planned it, that day started with us going to breakfast. Us, me, my wife, and son. After we met up with my family at the park around noon, we started to chat, catch up, and we even played some basketball and baseball that day. And the next thing we know, it's almost 5 in the afternoon, and I have almost forgotten I had dinner plans with my family and mother. As I'm thinking that I get a phone call from my mother, and I answered, and she asked if we were still on for tonight. I quickly said yes, but the time... That we were supposed to meet up was at six in the afternoon, and I, I as well as the others, I was all sweaty after playing sports. Gathering my stuff quickly, telling my wife to get our son, and we should head out. I also invited my younger brother, and one of my childhood best friends to come with us. We all got into the car, and I turned it on and took off. I was so much in a rush that I didn't wait for anyone to buckle up, and as much as it pains me to admit this, I didn't even wait to buckle up my own son. As soon as I'm driving down the street, we come across a red light. On the red light, I'm supposed to make a left turn. Now let me pause right there. Okay, this is what he's saying, guys. It's not what I'm saying. Okay, just clarifying, okay? (laughs) Now let me pause right here. I want to tell you guys one thing. You never know what's going to happen at any time, at any place. Life is so short. Always tell your loved ones that you love them because we are not guaranteed tomorrow. Let's continue. As I sit here waiting for the light to turn green to make my left turn, I'm looking in my rear view mirror and see my childhood best friend buckling up my son. Oh, how I come to be so grateful that he did that because in just seconds, as I looked up in my rear view mirror, I do not see what's going on around me. I was so focused on my son and him laughing that I can't remember who said the light was green, so I went. And next thing I remember, I'm waking up trapped between my my seatbelt and the car steering wheel. Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm not even kidding when I'm saying this. Like, I'm getting goosebumps so bad. Oh my 
gosh. Okay, continue on with the story. This is what he said. Let's pause right here. Now, I would not come to find out till weeks later that there was a drunk driver running from the police that night. He hit my car going 160 miles per hour. Yes, that's crazy. Unfortunately, I came to find out he didn't make it in his car and took flight. As he hit me and flipped a couple times, he ended up hitting a brick wall and that's how he met his demise. Let's continue. As I start to regain conscience and collect my thoughts, I start to hear my brother yelling, asking if I'm okay. He tries to open up my door, which he can't. His adrenaline was in full gear, but as he saw me wake up, I seemed okay. He starts to calm down, and that's when his knee gives up on him. So I realize what's going on, and I start freaking out, trying to get free from being trapped between my car seat and steering wheel. Then I look towards the passenger seat and see my wife on the floor and not moving, not awake, not doing anything. And that's when my adrenaline kicks in, and I don't remember lifting up the steering wheel the way I did, but I did. I got free. I looked for my son and my friend had him. Yes, still alive. So that's when someone opened the passenger door and helped me out. And if you're wondering, my son was the only one that nothing happened, not one scratch. Thanks to my friend for putting him in his car seat, things would have been so different if he wouldn't have gone out of his way to buckle him up. The rest of us, we were pretty banged up. Half my face was swollen. My friend's forehead was bleeding. My brother's knee was dislocated and my wife was, well... I turned my attention to my wife. She was not waking up. She was not moving. I grabbed her hand and started to cry, asking her to wake up, please, baby. Please wake up. I need you. I love you. Please don't leave me. I look up at the sky and say, please, God, I ask you don't take her from me. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I'm crying. (laughs) Hold on. I'm so sorry, guys. I started literally crying. That's so terrible. I feel so bad for this man and his family. Um, okay. I could see a crowd gathering, looking and asking if we were okay. I turned them out because all I cared about was her. Then out of nowhere, someone came. He told me everything will be okay and that he called the ambulance, that they will be here shortly. I don't know why, but I believed him. He gave me a sense of calmness. He put my wife's head on his lap, looks at me straight in the eyes and telling me, Trust me, okay? Everything will be okay. And I remember looking into his eyes, and there were pitched back. There was no sclera. That's the little white part around the color of your eyes. So he proceeds to put his hand on her forehead. And then he starts to speak a language that I had never heard of, or should I say, didn't understand to me. It looked like he was praying. As he spoke, all of a sudden, my wife starts to shake uncontrollably, shake like she was having a seizure. But to me, that meant she was alive and so focused on what he was doing. If I say that I didn't hear or see the paramedics pulling up until one of them put his hands on my shoulder and tells me, let me take it from here. I move out of the way as he got her into a neck brace and and get the grenade. I believe that's how it's pronounced. I hear them saying, she's alive, she's alive. They start getting her into the ambulance and I was right behind her, but didn't want to leave without thanking that guy. I looked around, but I didn't even see him. I asked if anyone seen the guy that was just with me. They say there was nobody. There I ignore it, and I'm getting to the ambulance with my wife. I see the paramedic, and he tells me she'll be okay. I asked him if he was the one who grabbed my shoulder. He said yes. Then I asked them, did you see the guy that was with me? He said no. I only saw you on your knees, holding your wife's hand, staring off into space. Don't worry. I've seen it happen to a lot of people. They're in shock of what's happening. And I told him, no, I swear there was a man next to me praying in a language I didn't understand. The paramedic paramedic says maybe it was her guardian angel. And I'm telling you right now, you were the only one 
there when we got there. So to this day, I don't know what or who he was. The only thing I know is that he saved my life. Whether he was the guardian angel or some random person, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm like shaking right now and my heart is just so sad. Like I can only imagine the traumatic like experience like this family like went through and just him knowing his wife was like dying just makes my heart just like like shatter oh my goodness um okay he gave an update as well so this is my story bound story slash update if anything interested if anyone is interested on this man so as the weeks went by we all recovered and yes we were all okay I start looking into who hit us, and I seen reports, pictures of my car and his car. He really unalived himself just because he didn't want to get a DUI. And the more I investigate, the more sad the story became because he left behind three kids and a wife. I've gotten a lawyer because I wanted to take everything because I wanted to take everything from him. I was going to sue, but when my lawyer told me he could take everything he owns and get money, his cars, his house, he had a business, I could have it all. But then he told me. But just to let you know, we will be putting his wife and kids out in the streets. And he told me, I'll give you some time to think about it. And I did. I couldn't live with myself if I was to do that. So I dropped all the charges and let them be. My brother, friend, son, and wife, we walked out with the most valuable thing, our lives. Oh my goodness. The amount of anxiety and sadness I have right now. That story was so sad. Like, I feel like crying again. That was just so sad. Like, I can only, like, again, I can only imagine this poor man just holding his wife. And then I believe, truly, it was his guardian, like, her guardian, her guardian angel. Yeah, it had to be her guardian angel. That is, oh my goodness. This story was un, unreal. Not unreal, I believe that was right. It was beyond sad and I'm sorry I'm just lost at words you guys um again like what like he said that you aren't promised tomorrow and please 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 tell your loved ones you love them and man the story was so sad I'm so sorry but I'm so glad you and your family are okay now and I'm so glad that you let me tell this story on my podcast and hopefully that people understand like please again kiss your loved ones you're not promised tomorrow like he said and just please please be careful you guys um but yeah okay all right guys that was today's listener tales and man I'm still so in shock from that last story like I I'm still recovering um but Again, if you guys have any stories you guys want to send in, please send them in. You can send it through my email at everythingthatlies at gmail.com or anything out on my social medias at everythingthatlies. And I truly appreciate the stories I have received so far. And there are going to be more stories like this that are sad and some that are like conspiracy theories and some that are really crazy And just know I'm not here to judge and I'm here to tell them and I'm here to 
you know, get whatever you have, a story off your chest that you are, like, comfortable with telling the world. And that is today's episode. Thank you for listening.